What up, what up, folks? What's going on? Welcome to the Spun Today podcast, the only podcast that is anchored in writing, but unlimited in scope. I'm your host, Tony Ortiz, and I appreciate you listening. This is episode 210 of the Spun Today podcast. Shout out to my alma mater, junior high school 210. I actually don't know how to say the word alma mater, and I'm also not sure if it only applies to colleges or if you can have a high school alma mater, junior high alma mater, elementary school alma mater, but nonetheless, shout out to junior high school 210, which I attended here in Queens many a year ago. But in this episode, I have a bit of a throwback treat for you guys. I'm re-recording the intro and cutting the original intro out of this throwback episode. Recording the intro today is Wednesday, June 22nd, 2022. But the throwback content from the episode that I'm going to share with you guys originally aired on June 1st, 2017. And what it is, is a mashup compilation of responses to the Sponsor Day questionnaire, which I have absolutely for free on my website for anyone to take a look at and submit to if you feel so inclined. And what it is essentially is five open-ended questions related and around creativity and writing. And it's really cool for me because I, first off, get to interact with you fine folks, the Sponsor Day audience. I get to learn you know, tips and tricks from your feedback that you share with me. And I get to create content with that and put it back out to the rest of the Sponsor Day audience in the form of these types of episodes. And on your end, it's also a free way for you to plug a book or a creative endeavor or completely remain anonymous if you just want to fill out the responses to the questions and not plug anything in particular. You have that option as well when when you fill it out. And that's pretty much it. Just wanted to drop this quick intro to this throwback episode. Apologies in advance for the sound quality of it, as well as the editing of it. Again, it's an episode that's about five years old. That's uh, five years worth of learning and trying to produce this podcast a little bit better and clearer and crisper and in a more entertaining fashion, if you will. One day I'll get there, right? And if you're listening to this and thinking, hey, that sounds like a pretty cool questionnaire that I would like to respond to and become a part of a future episode of the Spun Today podcast, here is a drop that tells you a bit more about the questionnaire, how you can submit to it, again, absolutely for free. And then we'll jump into this Throwback Thursday episode. If you're a fellow creative, a cool way that you can help support the Spun Today podcast and actually be part of the podcast is by filling out my five-question questionnaire located at spuntoday.com forward slash questionnaire. Here you'll find five open questions related to your craft, your art, what inspires you to create, what type of unrelated hobbies you're into, and what motivates you to get your work done. You can choose to remain anonymous or plug your website and your work. And once you submit your questionnaire, I read your responses on a future episode of the Spun Today podcast. It's completely free at no cost to you. And what I like to say about it is that if your responses could potentially spark inspiration in someone else, why not share that? SpunToday.com forward slash questionnaire. Now I'm going to pull up the uh, response to the first survey that we have. 
to share one second got it right here and again this is from david Kristoff. you guys can follow him on twitter at david Kristoff. david spelled d-a-v-i-d Kristoff with a k-r-i-s-t-o-p-h david Kristoff uh at at david Kristoff on twitter and again he is a science fiction author and uh, writer of a trilogy of books here it's a uh, first one is tales of a dying star book one uh, subtitled siege of praetor 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 p-r-a-e-t-a-r uh second one is tales of a dying star book two uh, which is the ancillary and tales of a dying star book three which is sword of blue I like that title there. And um, pretty much the way this is going to work, I'm going to read the survey question followed by uh, his particular response and share with you guys. Obviously, David chose not to be uh, remain anonymous here, uh, which is why I just, you know, gave you guys all his uh, his name and stuff like that. Reach out to him on Twitter if interested and definitely check out his uh, his books that I just mentioned. So the first question in the survey is relating our not survey i guess uh questionnaire or whatever you guys want to call this it's relating to your craft do you remember the first thing you ever wrote or created and david responded oh man it was awful i was in high school maybe 15 or 16 years old and had just uh, sorry i'm butchering this and had just the first nine books of The Wheel of Time. So, of course, I wanted to write my own epic fantasy. I wrote a battle scene first. It was the most generic, amateurish, overly purple thing. Pretty much what you would expect someone's first writing attempt to look like. I looked at it a year later and hit the delete button hard. <laughs> um, that's cool. That's pretty funny. Thanks for sharing that with us, Dave. And I'm sure we could all like relate to that. Anybody, uh, like I like I mentioned, uh, for me personally, and you know, I'm sure anybody who's you know gotten into like writing or creating anything can attest to that. Um, you know, like when they're first starting and something they look back on and they're like, oh fuck. Even now, <laughs> to be honest, some of the stuff that that I've written that I definitely won't post on on the site is like complete trash and it's like what the fuck was doesn't even make sense to me sometimes like the next day when i read it um but you got to go through like all that type of stuff and it's all uh, part of the experience and part of the journey right and we have to get through that stuff to hopefully get to some good inspiring shit uh who was it ernest hemingway the one of his quotes uh which i like best said uh 99 no what is it uh the first draft of everything is complete shit um so yeah and that was from Ernest Hemingway so there's a writer worth his salt (laughs) all right question number two here on the questionnaire what inspires you to write or create and David wrote I like telling stories whenever I'm consuming media whether it's TV or radio or reading books, 
My brain is constantly thinking of stories. I write down all of my ideas in a giant spreadsheet and pull from it whenever I'm looking for something to write. That's an awesome idea. And uh, Dave, I definitely appreciate you sharing that with us. It's, um, uh, everybody has their own like style of doing things, right? Um, in terms of writing, I've come to, to learn and realize just from, uh, my own writing and just listening to different authors like David or different authors on podcasts, uh, writing specific podcasts that I listen to or other podcasts where authors and writers have been on that explain like their, uh, create creative process. There's no like set way to do it or right way to do it or wrong way to do it however you do it it's how it gets done um so you see from this example uh you know david puts all you know different random ideas on a spreadsheet and when he sits down to write he pulls from from those ideas and expands on them i do something similar um not as organized which is why i definitely like this idea because uh, i like the idea of centralizing everything in one place like that but I have like a couple different apps on my phone, one of which is Evernote, uh, which is awesome. Another one, which is just a regular like notepad thing that comes with the iPhone. And there's a third one, which what's it called? I'll tell you guys right now. Day one. Um, use all those plus like actual like hard copy notebooks. And I jot down ideas and like all of those. So whenever like I feel like writing, I don't know what to write about. I go back to ideas that are, you know, they could be as long as like one sentence to like a paragraph of, you know, write a short story about blah, 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 or just like a one sentence, something that just popped into my head that I think sounds cool and could be like a possible line of a character in a story down the line that is not yet created. So however you personally go go about doing it, um, do it definitely whatever works for you and uh, you know, you can borrow from David's idea there, which is pretty dope. The next question is, what is a hobby that you have that is unrelated to your craft? And David wrote, I'm a triathlete. <laughs> so does that right there? I was like, holy shit. <laughs> That's like some next level hobby right there. That's pretty awesome. And uh, he says, I completed Ironman Florida in 2013, which is a 2.4-mile swim, followed by a 112-mile bike ride, followed, by the way, I mentioned in previous podcasts, I did the Five Borough Tour in New York City, which is like a yearly event thing, and that's 40, 40 miles or 42 miles or something like that, and I was exhausted at the end of that. This guy does a 2.4-mile swim followed by a 112 mile bike ride and then followed up with a marathon like at the end of that um he says you start at 7 a.m and have until midnight to finish i crossed the finish line around 8 45 p.m not terribly fast but hey it was my first time so i just wanted to finish i definitely hear that and my hats off to you buddy uh, for going through all that. That sounds awesome. It sounds like a really cool experience and something you could definitely look back on and be proud of. And that's that question. And have question number four. Two more questions left, guys. This question is, how do you get yourself to sit down and do your work when you're not motivated to? 
this to me is a really important question, uh, both for myself and it's somewhat of a consensus that I see amongst writers and a lot of other uh, creative types where you really love doing something, but it's like a bitch to actually sit down and do it and do the work. Um, so hopefully different answers to this question, including uh, David's, which I'm about to read, uh, help motivate us and we can take, you know, bits and pieces from all the responses that we get through these uh, questionnaires and um, hopefully help generate more of what we love to do. So David's response here is, I make writing a habit, like a second job. I wake up every morning at 4 a.m. and write for two hours before I go to my day job. I don't browse the internet or check my email or do anything else. I devote that time just to writing. Outlining helps. I create detailed outlines before I ever sit down to actually write. That way, when I'm not feeling motivated or if I have writer's block, I still have a guide to help push me along. That's awesome. I love that type of dedication. And that ability to uh, make yourself stick to a schedule, which is something that I'm definitely going to have to implement. I was doing a, or I'm still doing, this uh, like big washboard calendar thing that I have here right above me on in front of my uh, computer here. And it... It's just like a, a calendar, and each day has either a check mark or an X uh, going through it. X's are for days that I didn't write, and the check marks are for days that I did write. And, you know, I'm a visual kind of person, so seeing that every day, um, you know, if I see a bunch of X's, it makes me wa- want to write. And sometimes when, you know, I'm like on a really good run where I've written for like five days straight or something like that, and, you know, I don't want to break that streak, so that makes me continue writing. And then conversely, though, you know, if when I have room for three or four days in a row um, that I'm in a slump and I'm like, fuck, I haven't rained for four days. What's one more day? And fuck, I don't feel like writing shit. Um, so, yeah, that uh, it's kind of like a double edged sword. It helps a little bit. Sometimes it doesn't. Um, so I read something like this uh, with David and uh, his idea of uh, that he's implemented of making it like a second job and an actual habit, forming a habit of, you know, waking up at four in the morning and, you know, sticking to, to a specific schedule. And that sounds awesome to me. Um, sounds something that sounds like something that is necessary if you're going to take writing or anything that you're doing like this, um, uh, to any like degree of seriousness. And, you know, let's be real. We can't, obviously, there's, like, so many writers out there that, you know, aren't doing this uh, for a living. They aren't making money off this. And, you know, we have bills. We have necessities and shit like that. And we have day jobs, which are draining and, you know, you know, usually, like, nine to fives and cubicle jobs and uh, just the whole, like, the monotony of it and... um you know, climbing that corporate ladder and, you know, uh, that type of shit or, or anything else that they do. Maybe you have like more of a a hands-on type job. Maybe you're a waiter. Maybe you're into fucking construction. Regardless of what, it's all time that's taken away from you following a passion that you might have 
and uh, that hobby, that part-time hobby that you have. And, you know, then life gets in the way um, as well on top of uh, just having like a big chunk of every single day uh, of your life, like taken away and devoted just to, you know, doing jobs to collect checks and pay the bills. And then, um, you know, things you keep like pushing things off and uh, they go to the back burner. And if you don't take make a conscious effort and make a conscious decision and, and put forth the effort of doing something like this that David mentions here of, you know, setting a schedule for yourself and, and forcing yourself to stick to it. And so you make it a habit and form that habit. Um, you're not going to grow it. You're not going to grow that part time hobby into something uh, significant, really. I mean, you might get lucky. You know, the fuck do I know? Could definitely happen. You could also hit the fucking Mega Millions or Powerball tomorrow or some shit like that. You know what I mean? But you really want to bank on that? Neither do I. So setting a schedule for yourself. I don't know about waking up at 4 a.m. <laughs> I'm definitely not a morning person. But, um, you know, do what works for you guys. I'm definitely going to look into doing something like that as well so again dave thanks for sharing that <clears throat> and lastly we have question number five question number five is do you have any advice for other writers or creators whether they're new seasoned or otherwise and david goes on to write make writing a habit if you only write when you're feeling inspired you'll never finish a novel writing is work capital w-o-r-k it takes practice and dedication. Write every day, read every day, get better. Just like a baseball player taking batting practice or playing catch. Everything you do in this regard makes you better overall. And again, that's an extension of what David mentioned before. And, you know, forming that habit, getting into the habit of doing something every day and really approaching it in a practical sense of building it up and working at it. Um, he uses the analogy there of a baseball player, you know, in batting practice and playing catch and stuff like that. It's all different tools to help expand and better his game. And that's the exact uh, type of approach that we should be taking if we're going to take uh, what we do seriously. And, and don't kid yourselves. Um, like I definitely did for a very long time of... Oh, you know, I'll get to it eventually. Oh, yeah, you know, you know, when I have time, I'll write the next great American novel and, uh, you know, I'll do it in the weekend or grind it out or some, you know, like crazy shit like that. Like, it doesn't work that way. You uh, should put in the effort and dedication that it deserves, uh, first and foremost. And uh, just like anything else, you, you get out of it what you put into it. So if you're not putting shit into it, you're not getting shit out of it. And that's pretty much it, guys. That, uh is the five question survey and answers uh, again thank you very much to david christoph for taking the time to uh, fill that out and sharing his insights with us you guys can follow him on twitter at david christoph that's david d-a-v-i-d christoph k-r-i-s-t-o-p-h and again check out his books tales of a dying star book one book two and book three all available on amazon and kindle check out the questionnaire at spuntoday.com forward slash questionnaire. Now, the first one that I'm going to read 
is the first one I received. I I'm always gonna go. I'm always going to read these in order. First come, first serve. This first one that I'm gonna read is from Margot Brooke, and I'm probably pronouncing that wrong, and I apologize in advance. Um, but the name is spelled M A R G A U X. Margot Margox Margot, and last name Brooke B R O O K E. You guys can follow her on Twitter at Margot Brooke, and you can check out her blog at which is margotbrook.tumblr.com. Uh, she's a super cool chick. She um, has a lot of uh, video blogs. Uh, does some writing. She's a model uh, primarily, and she also draws and she paints. I stumbled across her on Periscope, actually. Um, stumbled upon uh, one of her live feeds. She, uh, she was uh, just like speaking, shooting the shit. I think she was like at an airport. I don't remember which one. I want to say LAX. And she was talking, doing like a Q&A, answering questions. I asked her on there if she wanted to fill out the survey um, about writing. I, she said yes. And I shot it over to her on Twitter, the power of the internet. And, you know, didn't think of it from there. Honestly, didn't think she would fill it out, but she did. And that was super cool of her. So, Margot, thank you very much. And here are the questions and answers uh, from Margot. So the first question of the questionnaire is, relating to your craft, do you remember the first thing that you ever wrote or created? And her response is, or was rather, I can't say I remember the very first thing I ever wrote. I'm sure it was some pink diary where I wrote about my dreams. Not much has changed except now, excuse me, not much has changed except now my diary is in the form of the quote day one app on my laptop, which is really cool. I, I actually use myself the, the day one app. I don't use it on the computer, though. I use it on my iPhone. And it's pretty cool. Uh, if you guys want to check it out, it's a free app. I'm sure they, they probably have like a like a paid service or whatever, but I just use all the free shit. And it is, it like organizes, organizes it by post, like on a little timeline, um, by, uh, by date. And I use it to like write down different ideas and it has a, it's a, like cool functionality you could like add photos to it tags and it's a like a pretty cool notepad it it has like an option to like alert you like i have this like a daily fuck i have like this uh daily alert on it uh to remind me to write and shit like that trying to you know like push myself a little bit more and that's pretty cool it's dope that you use that also Uh, so you guys should check that out next question is what inspires you to write or create And she responded, honestly, everything inspires me to write. Sometimes it's a song or a movie or a dream. Sorry about that, guys, real quick. I had to pause the recording because the battery was running low on the uh, Roland R05 MP3 recorder. So I wanted to switch that out so I wouldn't get, you know, like lose anything or anything like that. So let me repeat. I'm up to the second question on the questionnaire for Margot. And again, I hope I'm pronouncing your name right. What inspires you to write or create? And she responded, honestly, everything inspires me to write. Sometimes it's a song or a movie or a dream. Sometimes I'll get inspired walking down the street or people watching at a coffee shop. 
and I couldn't agree more with her response to that. I same shit happens to me. You know, it an idea could just pop into your head while you're like on the subway or like something like that, or driving or listening to something, or you hear a quote or a line in a song that you never really noticed before, or maybe one that you you know you know by heart, inside and out, and it just sparks different different um fucking connections in your mind like synapses start start uh synapsing or whatever it is that they do <laughs> and um just ideas start flying you know what, what it reminds me of just to go on, go on off on a quick tangent the that uh ben stiller movie the walter mitty something 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 of walter mitty how he like daydreamed pretty much and just imagined like all these different scenarios that you know he was going through like in his mind but he was really just like sitting down like in a chair or some shit but he would like see a plane pass by and then start daydreaming about being like outside that plane like hanging on the wing or something while it flies trying to get into it or some shit like that um shit like that like i just get random ideas and i just go with them in my mind some people think i'm fucking crazy and wondering why i'm always quiet and shit like that it's usually because i'm thinking of like random shit like that so um completely with you on that and how you know inspiration can come from anywhere at any time completely randomly and or all the time question number three of the five question survey is what is a hobby that you have that is unrelated to your craft and she responded well writing is actually my hobby my quote craft unquote is modeling but i enjoy both art forms i also draw and paint which is really cool um, I saw a few of uh, your drawings um, ago, and they were pretty dope. I liked them. And again, you guys can check th- those out on her on her Tumblr blog. And um, sure, like modeling pictures and stuff like that as well. I saw a couple. I'm not sure if they were like actual mod- modeling pictures or um, just, you know, your own like selfies or some shit like that. Because um, I'm not personally into modeling, but it's uh, it's pretty cool. And all of the like the links for Marco's blog, for example, are in the episode notes, so you guys can check it out there. Next question is question number four. How do you get yourself to sit down and do your work when you're not motivated to? And her response to this one is, like I said, writing is, uh, like I said, writing is a hobby, so I don't really have to force myself to do it. I just write when I want to which is one of the things I enjoy most about it. There's no pressure, which is dope. If you have, if, like you said, you you do or pursue writing, like, as a hobby, that's definitely a refreshing aspect of it. Um, Like, when it's within that context, when, you know, it's a hobby, you do it when you want to, and it's dope like that because, you know, it's a win-win situation in, in that example. Something that... um. I wrestle with a lot and a lot of writers do. It's something that's common across the board is when it's not like just uh, a hobby or when they, um, when it's their like primary hobby, they, or it's tough for um, writers, including myself to get themselves to like sit down and actually, actually write. And it's just a, a bitch to like get over that hump. And, you know, a lot of people that, that I read about or 
that give you know successful writers like Stephen King's On Writing or In the War of Art by Stephen Pressfield and and books like that and also actually the previous um, questionnaire that I read if you guys want to take a look uh, take a listen to my uh, the previous free writing episode the first questionnaire that we received from David Kristoff which is a sci-fi writer um, a consensus sort of kind of consensus um to to battle against that type of resistance when you want to write when not just like when you feel like it but you have the sense of like you have to but you have writer's block or you're lazy or whatever it is is um setting a schedule up for yourself and forcing yourself to to sit down and actually do the work but yeah there's definitely something something freeing and and um and pretty cool about not feeling like that added unnecessary layer of pressure when you're doing something that you enjoy because ultimately that's what it's about right you should be enjoying what you're doing and doing it because you enjoy it and lastly question number five is do you have any advice for other writers or creators in parentheses whether they're new whether they're seasoned or otherwise and Margot responded, my advice is just to write what you want and don't worry about what other people may think. Even if you have to write something to be published, get it all out, then edit if you have to. Don't edit as you write. And absolutely, I couldn't agree more. You're always going to have a shitload of chefs in the kitchen and, you know, too many chiefs, not enough Indians. There's a shitload of those types of of analogies where everybody wants to put in their input and like change your shit and um, guide you in certain directions. And it's good to keep an open mind because you learn from certain types of criticisms and there's something to be said and to be gained from certain encounters. But it's also counterproductive, in my opinion, and experience to just continually keep shape shifting and changing and and remolding and you know re you know just continuously like changing and editing and fixing shit just to appease you know different people because you're not gonna appease everybody and the number one person you should be trying to to make to appease and to make feel fulfilled is yourself because you're doing this for you that should be your number one. Your number one, you should be your number one fucking fan, even though, like, when you create certain things, and this is also something common from uh, writers and and other creative types, they don't like their own shit, but, and I feel that way all the time, like, I, I don't listen to, like, my own podcast and stuff like that, skim through them sometimes just to make sure, you know, everything, like, the sound quality and shit like that sounds good, and and stuff like that and see if I can um, get through listening to a few minutes of it just to, you know, remind myself, oh, you say um too much and and stuff like that. Just like clean up that type of shit. Um, but ultimately you should be happy and proud of what you do and and don't fall into that trap of of, you know, trying to appease everybody and change shit for people. If you like it, if you're happy with it, if you're proud of it, continue doing it, continue grinding for yourself and 
there's what fucking like seven billion people in the world. If you like it, odds are somebody else will also. It's just a matter of them actually finding it. And and you know what? If you're the only motherfucker on the face of the planet that likes your shit, so be it. Fucking congratulations because you're making yourself happy. And that is it with the questionnaire form submission from Margot Brook, which again, you can follow her on Twitter at Margot Brook, M-A-R-G-A-U-X-B-R-O-O-K-E. And check out her Tumblr blog at margobrook.tumblr.com. And the links are found in the episode notes for this podcast. Thank you very much, Margot, for taking the time to fill out that questionnaire for us and share your perspective on creating. And now for the second questionnaire that we have for today, which is the final one, is, again, like I mentioned in the intro, one that I'm pretty excited about because I'm kind of a fanboy of, of this gentleman. I've read his one of his books, which is uh, Create Your Own Religion. And he has a few more books that you guys can check out. I put a, a link in the episode notes for this episode uh, to his Amazon uh, page. Uh, he has like five or six books. I don't remember the titles of each of them. One of them is Create Your Own Religion, uh, which I really enjoyed. He went through um, a lot of positives and um, pointed out a few holes in a lot of different religions. And the idea of it, at least from um, what I took from it, was um, kind of like the Bruce Lee-ish ap- approach to uh, religion. Like Bruce Lee's approach to martial arts was instead of, you know, picking one martial art and sticking to it, you know, pull out the shit that works in each one and and use them all. Why not? Um, so Daniele kind of took that same sort of approach um, with Create Your Own Religion in uh, going through uh, different uh, religions and it's a, a pretty dope read. I enjoyed it a lot. He's a writer. He's a professor um, out in a university in Los Angeles. I don't remember which one. And he is the host of one of my favorite podcasts, uh, the Drunken Taoist Podcast. Again, I heard him first on Joe Rogan's podcast a while back. He's been on it a few times. Um, I heard him uh, the first time. I remember I was on my way to... Massachusetts, where my uh, fiance lived uh, before, and I had these four-hour long drives every other weekend uh, to go up there, and for fucking five years, <clears throat> looking back on, I don't know how we fucking how we did it, how we got through that, but we did, and um, yeah, I remember listening to his first episode on Chorogan's podcast. And he was pretty captivating, had a lot of cool points, and was uh, fun to listen to. So when he started the Drunken Taoist podcast with with his co-host Rich Avers, it was like a no-brainer to start listening. And I've listened to to everyone since. So I'm a big supporter. And shout out to Daniele Bolelli. Really appreciate you uh, taking the time out to fill out this questionnaire and sharing your insights with us as well. And Daniele is also a martial artist. I don't know if I mentioned that before, um, but he has. I was actually watching a couple of YouTube videos that he has on his YouTube page, which is pretty dope. Of um, uh, some jujitsu, which is pretty cool. Cool to see. 
and uh, you guys can follow him on Twitter at D Bolelli. D as in Daniele, B as in boy, O L E L L I. And let's go. And away we go, like they say on the Drunken Taoist podcast. And question number one is relating to your craft. Do you remember the first thing you ever wrote or created? And Danielle responded, yeah, something I wrote when I was 11. Touche, Danielle. Touche. <laughs> I guess I should, I should rephrase the question in uh, saying something to the effect of, do you remember what you wrote and what is it? <laughs> but um, from that, I get uh, something cool, which is like a lot of writers, not all, but a lot, and creators, they begin at a very young age. They have like this visceral, uh, deep down connection to it. And um, for example, like with me, I remember writing a short story. I mentioned this in one of the previous episodes, so I'm not going to bore you guys with all the details of it, but I wrote some short story when I was like eight or nine years old and it was like a combination of some army movie that I was watching and Encino Man I don't remember if you guys remember that movie Encino Man with Pauly Shore um where they find a a caveman uh when they're like digging up a pool and they find a caveman um which was buried on the ground in like an ice capsule or some shit um and it was like a combination of of those two things and the premise of the story was some man that was in battle in in a war many years back and there was an avalanche or something like that he got buried alive and then um came to about a thousand years later and the the name of the story was a thousand year old man <laughs> um but yeah i was like eight or nine years old when when i wrote that and then I like straight away from writing. Never, never did much of it since then. I like dabbled with you know like writing girls' letters and poetry, and I used to like writing, um, you know like book reports and and like shit like that, like school related things. Um, but never something, I guess, quote unquote official. And that's something that I've read a lot about in, um. Uh, both like mastery with uh, Robert Greene's book or or uh, the War of Art that that thing that you love to do that that thing that you were like meant to do you kind of know it as a child but somewhere along the way you life gets in the way and you lose sight of it and when you reconnect to it it's it's pretty awesome and you kind of like know it and it's weird to like explain but um that's pretty cool that that you started writing when you were 11 or at least that you can remember and question two is what inspires you to write or create and daniele responds it helps seducing women (laughs) also i feel like if i don't i may explode oversized emotions need an outlet (laughs) i couldn't agree more definitely don't want you exploding and it could definitely help in seducing women. Those uh, roses are red, violets are blue poems I used to write back in high school to chicks. Got me like a, a date or two, if I remember correctly. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I like that that part of 
of oversized emotions uh, needing an outlet, which they absolutely do. And whatever it is that you're into, um, again, whether it's writing or painting or anything like that, you do feel, at least I do, um, feel a big relief when when you complete something or when you do something within that vein. Like we were mentioning before with uh, Margot's questionnaire that sometimes it's like super tough to like sit down and actually do the work. Um, and I feel like that that builds up inside you like that that angst and like that need to to just let shit out and i definitely feel like that release and that outlet when my pen comes all over the page (laughs) and um yeah it's pretty cool the next question is what is a hobby that you have that is unrelated to your craft and he sets he's sets he says Danielle says very wisely and insightfully he says everything is related just those three words everything is related and I absolutely agree and it, again it ties into what we were saying before when you're walking down the down the street when you're in the subway when you're driving when you're taking a shower and anytime you can get inspired you can get ideas you can you can take things from one situation and apply them to another and something i love too is like when for example like a habit that i have is like i might have an idea it could be like a line or uh uh a piece of dialogue that i think just flows well together or some quote or like half a quote or it's like nothing right but it's nothing but it's something like it's nothing yet but it's like the seedlings of something and that's what i use like that like the one app and i use the evernote app and just like the regular notepad app on my phone like shit like that i just like jot down and i have like dozens and dozens of like different things that have nothing to do with each other but that are just like random like loose end ideas and eventually i find that like when i'm writing a short story or like or working on something that I like draw from that like pool of ideas and like those ideas connect with other ones that you know weren't even created at the same time and tie in together perfectly so it's like they're all out there like in the ether and you're like just channeling the information throwing it up on your page and like just putting it all together like a puzzle piece and it's like it truly is everything is 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 related your relationships, your feelings, your emotions, your observations, other people's experiences, and when they share it with us, um, when you listening to podcasts and shit like that, like music, everything. So it's definitely, definitely true. Couldn't agree more with that. Question number four of the five question survey is, how do you get yourself to sit down and do your work when you're not motivated to? And Daniele responds, unless, unless I do, I will, unless I do, meaning unless I I do, right, I will take out a knife and stab myself in the stomach in an act of ritual suicide. (laughs) Spoken in true Daniele form. And that ties into um, what we were saying before when reading, uh, the first response to 
the first question about writing when when you were 11 which is like that need and like having to do it or in question number two also if not like exploding it's like the motivation to do it in and of itself is the fact that you need to in and of itself rather um because if you don't you will explode and self-destruct and just have all these pent-up emotions and be snapping at people and flipping out and being a pretty unpleasant person to be around probably so i'm definitely with you on that unless i do i will take out a knife and stab myself in the stomach in an act of ritual suicide (laughs) i love that one all right and the final question is do you have any advice for other writers or creators whether they're new seasoned or otherwise and daniele's response is Either create something that hardens nipples and tickles the soul, or don't do it at all. Well said, my friend. That is awesome advice. Of course, you should always be striving to give it your best and go hard at what you do. Have pride and honor in what you do. Don't half-ass it. Jump in with both feet and give it a fucking shot. It's your thing. It's the thing that only you can create, that only you can share, can give to the world, to the universe, to to all of us. And you should. If you have it inside you, if you feel it inside you, let that shit out. Take all those oversized emotions. Grab all the relativity within the orbit of your world. Put it all together in your best, hardest efforts. Or don't fucking waste anyone's time in doing it at all. Great advice, Danielle. Thank you very much again for throwing a fellow podcaster bone. Well, let me not say fellow podcaster. I'm not going to compare this to the Drunken Taoist podcast. But uh, nonetheless, thank you very much. Really appreciate it. Really appreciate you taking the time to share your insights with us. And... Thank you for doing what you do because it's definitely an inspiration. Again, folks, you guys can check out uh, more about Daniele by going to thedrunkendaoist.com. That's the, T-H-E, drunken. Daoist is spelled T-A-O-I-S-T dot com. And uh, the link for that is also in the episode notes below. You can also check out the link to Daniele's books uh, on Amazon um i recommend create your own religion and you guys can check out a a slew of others on the on his amazon uh book page which there's also a link for that in the episode notes of this episode and highly 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 recommend for you guys to subscribe and listen to the drunken Taoist podcast which is daniele's podcast and you guys can find that on itunes and stitcher and also on uh, daniele's website Margot, Daniele, thank you very much, both of you, for taking the time out to share all that with us. Now, to round off the show, we have a uh, uh, listener. Uh, I want to say a listener. I'm not sure if, if you're a listener, Krista. Um, but I know we connected on Twitter. And... Um, she filled out the Spun Today questionnaire, which again is open for 
I need everyone to fill out. And the way it works is go to sponsorate.com forward slash questionnaire and you can fill out uh, five questions, which is meant to basically inspire others and as well as myself in just finding out how people do whatever it is that they do, whatever it is that they're into, whatever they're, it is that they're creatively into, whether it be, uh, you know, writing or, or comedy or, or acting, whatever it is that you're into on a, on a creative tip, fucking making pencils out of tree bark and lead, you know, whatever it is that you like, whatever, you, whatever, whatever it is. I think there, there's, you can take greatness and passion from any, from anything and apply it to whatever you're passionate about and want to be great at. Um, and I think, um, these five questions that, uh, put together there on the questionnaire are, are pretty open in the question and, and I get, um, helpful stuff from them. And I find certain things helpful and funny and interesting and other people, um, can and do as well. So we have, and of course you have the option to, to remain anonymous, um, where I will read your response on your responses on the podcast. And, uh, I, you know, don't have to say who the hell you are or anything like that. And it's, um, the last, the last drop down on the list uh, of questions of the five questions, uh, this little box at the bottom, Right after that, this says remain anonymous, yes or no. If you click no, I'll tell people who you are. If you click yes, I'll keep it anonymous. Today's entry is from a young lady by the name of Krista, and she goes by Twitter handle Girl Oxygen, spelled same exact way as those two words are spelled. Uh, girl, G-I-R-L, and Oxygen, O-X-Y-G-E-N. Uh, Krista, thanks in advance very much for filling this out. And let's go through it. Let's share what you uh, shared with us here. So question number one of the questionnaire is relating to your craft. Do you remember the first thing you ever wrote or created? Krista responded, I was a hairstylist for 18 years. That's a long time to like be doing a, a specific thing. That's that's love right there. I was a hairstylist for 18 years, but forced to retire due to being diagnosed with a rare fatal lung disease called pulmonary hypertension. And that's really horrible. And um, sorry that you're dealing with that. And she goes on to explain it's high blood pressure of the arteries inside the lungs and eventually leads to right heart failure. That was five years ago. I've always enjoyed taking photos with my phone, so I decided to invest in an icon. I haven't. That's an awesome camera, by the way. I'm not sure which one you have, uh, but icons are, you know, up there, like top two, or you know, if not like the best, it's like top one, two, or three, like cameras, like on like any list that you that you look at. Um, so it's really cool. Um, she goes on here to say, I haven't felt well enough to really take it out, which sucks. And I hope that that's something that you can continue to, to work at. I'm not sure exactly how the pulmonary hypertension works. Um, and, you know, hopefully it is something that, that 
you uh, I know you mentioned that it's a fatal lung disease, which is really sad. But I, like I said, I don't know much about it. I did see that there's a link on your Twitter page, and I began to read a little bit about it. Um, but I don't know much about it in the sense of if there's like ups and downs. Hopefully there is, um, and you are able to you know get out there and, and use your camera and take some pictures. Um, but she goes on to say, and it's really cool. Uh, she goes on to say, my sister has a BFA in graphic design, but decided to go back to earn her teaching certificate. Now she's an art teacher. What better person could help me with painting? Uh, which is cool. That'd be awesome, right? To keep it like within the family. Your sister becomes a teacher. You want to learn painting. She becomes an art teacher. Sounds perfect. Um, she goes on to say, we didn't get to paint to paint together so i started watching the art sphera no i'm sorry the art sherpa completely butchered that (laughs) the art sherpa videos on youtube i've been painting in and off i'm sorry on and off since april of this year i've painted and this year for any listeners in the future is 2015 from april of this year I've painted over 50 canvases since April. April, so you got April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November. Not even three, because Christopher, if I'm not mistaken, you filled this out, when was it? Like the beginning of November, right? So August. So in seven months, you did 50 canvases. That's awesome. That's fucking really prolific. That's really cool. And I've even sold some. So on top of putting your all into it you're actually fucking good (laughs) at what you do so it's really super cool that's so rewarding my first painting was a whimsical tree i paint with acrylics but i'm dabbling in watercolors and that's uh chris's answer to question number one which is so fucking awesome and really inspiring to hear something like that and i know a lot of other people are going to be inspired by the same and I love that aspect of of dealing with something so with a disease that's fatal in this specific case and having the gumption to to follow up your passion still, which is so like admirable and, and really awesome. And not only follow your passion because you have a passion for something and then even if you were like it kind of knocked you down and you you know you weren't able to go out and take pictures with the camera that you invested in um but you took that passion and you channeled it into something else and you still allow just that raw passion to fucking pour out of you and like come out and i'm sure i I would love to see some of your uh like paintings and stuff like that um i checked to see on your on your twitter twitter page if there's a like a link to the paintings or anything like that. And I didn't find that. I just found the, the link to the pulmonary hypertension uh, website, which if anybody wants to know, again, more about the disease and stuff like that, um, check it out on there. Uh, again, uh, Krista, it's uh, Girl Oxygen. It's her Twitter handle. She has a link right there on her profile. Um, but I would definitely, definitely love for you to like tweet me a link or DM me a link or something like that um, if you have any of your paintings anywhere. Um, if you don't, I would recommend crated.com c-r-a-t-e-d.com it's actually a website that i partnered with 
it's like free to like partner up with them um and you can like put up your stuff there uh and i put like the photography that i take i put on there and people can like purchase prints like posters and canvases and stuff like that of like actual photography um but i'm pretty sure you can sell all types of art like through there i'm not positive um but check it out it's, it's worth checking out like i said it for in terms of photography it was free um they just take a cut um when anybody purchases any like posters or prints or or anything like that so check it out again it's called created c-r-a-t-e-d.com and but again if you have like your stuff on any other website or or pictures of it or anything like that like i would definitely love to see it. it sounds really awesome and that's fucking i wish in seven months i could sit down and, and create 50 of anything <laughs> and that's really that's really uh inspirational and just lit a fire under my ass to fucking go do some writing so thank you <laughs> question number two is what inspires you to write or create and krista responds honestly i paint because it's great therapy when you're too sick to leave the house uh, because of a chronic illness and definitely i agree with that in terms of like passions and stuff that you're into being completely therapeutic and cathartic and i'm glad it's having that that positive effect on you question number three what is a hobby that you have that is unrelated to your craft and krista responded i love tv probably too much and you remind me of my fiance who i'm sure completely shares in your sentiment for television uh she continues to say i love comedies things about monsters and so i'm guessing you like the walking dead <laughs> my little uh zombie sounds and the history channel mm. i wanted to make a point when i read this uh before to put you on to if uh krista and anybody else who was listening also if you don't know already um uh you're gonna love me after this if uh you're into history and especially like the history channel like that narrated style of 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 history check out a podcast called hardcore history it's with dan carlin it's a, a podcast that's always like in top 10 in itunes like all the time and it's super dope if you have any inkling whatsoever to towards history like even if you like it a little bit he will make you love history and if you love history it, he'll fucking uh, blow your mind he'll blow your the top off your head like those fucking jet.com commercials that they're giving out um it's really dope definitely check it out it's a podcast called hardcore history it's with dan carlin and the work and passion like he he's he's a fucking like awesome he's fucking awesome he's like a, a gem a fucking uh what's the word i'm looking for he's a uh a treasure um the like podcast episodes and what i love about podcasts you know you could pause them pick them up and put them down whenever you want they are literally i think like four hours long and he'll go so deep into the history of a specific topic that it would be like three four five episodes long so you're talking like 20 to 24 uh, 25 hours worth of content on a specific historical topic and the passion and work that he puts into 
each and every episode completely comes out, completely shines through, completely goes, comes out like through his microphone, out of the earbuds and into your ears. Like it's really, really dope. Couldn't recommend it enough. So if you like history, definitely check him out. Again, it's Dan Carlin's Hardcore History. Um, and we're up to question number four, which is how do you get yourself to sit down and do your work when you're not motivated to? And Chris's response is, I don't really have to work. So that's probably why it's so easy to sit down with it. Haha. And that's awesome. When, you know, it's like that saying, and when you do something that you love, you never work a day in your life. And that's really awesome that you found that and um glad that you are uh like so invested in that and that's something that you hear a lot with people that that like fall in love with what they do which is really cool in a place i definitely want to be in i think you know the only place actually that it's not completely like across the board i would say is within writing because there's like a through a through line within that's common within uh, or with writers, rather, that you just fucking hate to sit down and do the work. Like, you fucking hate it. You hate to, to have to actually write and do it, but you love to have written. And that's like a famous quote or whatever. I hate to write, but I love to have written. And some people actually like the process. Like, me, I've, like... So there's two sides to it, I guess. Like, people that just completely hate putting in the work to do it, um, to write and then there's where I fall which is I hate the part of getting myself to do it you know kind of like getting up and going to the gym like I hate like sitting down and saying okay now I gotta write but once I start like literally once the pen touches the paper it's like it's completely awesome and like cathartic and therapeutic and all that like comes um, uh, comes out like literally instantly each and every time and um, especially when you get into like a flow state and ideas and, 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 and thoughts are just just rolling around in your head and you get, you're pouring out of you. And then afterwards, when you have something, you know, whether it's a free writing piece or when you when you finish writing first draft of a short story or or anything else that you're working on, like having that body of work in front of you, whether, you know, no matter how like good or bad uh, you may think it is, it's it's like a. Like, you're kind of proud of it. Like, it's a, like a proud moment. Like, something that you reflect on. It's like, oh, shit, I just fucking, like, made that. I created that. Like, it didn't ex- exist before. And now it does. And I just made that happen. And that's that's really cool to, like, birth something into existence like that. Um, so, definitely kudos to you on that. On um, um, loving what you do. And not feeling like it's work at all. And the last question that Krista has... Uh, that Krista answered is do you have any advice for other writers or creators whether they're new seasoned or otherwise and Krista says don't ever say I can't do that until after you've actually tried it you may surprise yourself I didn't think I could paint and I painted six Darth Vader's that's dope in one day plus some other commissioned Star Wars pieces. That was after only painting for two months. And, well, 
Miss Lady, you have definitely, definitely talented. And again, I want to see like I could like you're talented just based on the stuff they're telling us here. Um, painting for two months and and selling Darth Vader's and you know just selling any paintings, and and it sounds so dope. And you're really prolific and it's really inspiring. And I wish you all the best and and uh, continued health and success in what you do. And um, thank you very much for taking the time to uh, share your story with us and share, share, just share in general. Continue painting, continue loving what you do, and definitely hit me up on on Twitter, like I said. Um, sh- uh, you know, tweet it at me, uh, like a link with your, your paintings and stuff like that, and I'll definitely retweet it. And guys, anybody listening, if you guys want to check it out, uh, or check out Krista, uh, you can reach out to her on Twitter. And again, her handle is at Girl Oxygen, G-I-R-L-O-X-Y-G-E-N. And that, folks, was episode 210 of the Spun Today podcast. I hope you appreciated that throwback content and got some tips and tricks and gems out of it for yourselves. I know I definitely did. And shout out once again to David Kristoff, Margot Brook, Daniele Bolelli, and Krista, all of which I will link to their respective content within the episode notes of this episode. So you guys can check out their stuff as well. And again, if you'd like to submit a Spun Today questionnaire of your own, go to spuntoday.com forward slash questionnaire. And last but not least, if you want to continue supporting the Spun Today podcast, it would be and is immensely appreciated. It helps me free up time to be able to create more shows and content to share with you fine folks. And here are a few ways you can help support if you so choose. Peace. What's up, folks? Tony here. I hope you're enjoying this podcast as much as I enjoy producing it for you. Here are a few quick ways you can help support this show. You can support the Spun Today podcast by going to spuntoday.com forward slash support. There you'll find my merch section where you can cop the iconic podcasts versus anybody t-shirt in a wide variety of different colors and all different sizes. Also, if you're into cycling, you can cop the super soft, comfortable, minimalist design Spun Today Bike Club t-shirt. Also available in a bunch of different colors and all different sizes. There are a few other designs of different types of t-shirts. Definitely go there and check it out. SpunToday.com forward slash support. It's the merch section. We can also get a dope coffee mug. I have coffee mugs with the brand new redesigned Spun Today logo on one side and the tagline that I end every show with on the other which is start taking steps in the general direction of your dreams. The mug is available in both black and white because we don't discriminate here at the Spun Today podcast. Again, go to spuntoday.com forward slash support and check out the merch section. You can support the Spun Today podcast by checking out my writing. You can go to spuntoday.com forward slash free writing and check out some of my free association writing, which is intended to be some cathartic free writing, but oftentimes doubles down as motivation for myself and others. At spuntoday.com forward slash short stories, you can read a bunch of the different short stories that I've written and actually listen to the audiobook versions of those short stories there as well. Another way you can help support my writing is by going to spuntoday.com forward slash books and checking out what I have in store for sale. Digital copies are available in all formats. 
whether it be Kindle, iBooks, or a different type of e-reader. You can also purchase paperback copies, if that's your preferred reading method. Currently available, I have my nonfiction, Make Way For You, which is a collection of freely written thoughts that were curated and put together as tips for getting out of your own way. Also available is my debut time travel novel titled Fractal. Again, go to spuntoday.com forward slash books to show your support. Support the Spun Today podcast by following me on social at Spun Today on Twitter at Spun Today on Instagram. Please also check out and like my Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Spun Today and subscribe to my YouTube page as well. On my YouTube page, not only will you get these full length episodes, but you'll also get to check out some chopped up clips and bonus content. To get to my YouTube page, just search Spun Today on YouTube or click on any of the YouTube icons on the footer of my website. Also, don't forget to rate and review this podcast wherever it is that you're listening. It really does help. The Spun Today newsletter is available to each and every one of my listeners absolutely for free. All you have to do is go to spuntoday.com forward slash subscribe and drop in your email address. What I'm going to do is brighten up everybody's least favorite day of the week by delivering five curated things within my weekly newsletter every Monday at noon. You're going to receive a photo of the week, a recommended podcast of the week. I listen to tons of podcasts from an array of varied interests. I cherry pick the very best ones so that you can check them out. I also share a video of the week, which can be anything from a tasty recipe to a dope rap battle to an enlightening TED talk. I also share a quote of the week. And finally, for my fellow wordsmiths out there, a word of the week so that you can step up your vocab. Again, this curated list is yours absolutely free by going to spuntoday.com forward slash subscribe and dropping in your email address and you can unsubscribe at any time. Again, go to spuntoday.com forward slash subscribe, drop in your email address, and you'll get the very next one. If you want to help support the Spun Today podcast financially, you can do so by going to spuntoday.com forward slash support. Here you'll find a few different ways that you can do so. You can shop on Amazon, but first go to my website, spuntoday.com forward slash support, click on the Amazon banner, which will take you to Amazon's website where you do your shopping like you normally do. It will not cost you anything extra, but I will get credit for driving traffic to their website. Another cool way that you can help support this show is through Patreon, where you can set up reoccurring donations to my podcast, whether it be $1 per show, $2 per show, etc. And depending on how much you choose to pledge, you will receive some Patreon perks in return. Things like free writing pieces, free bookmarks, free digital copies of my books, etc. Again, my Patreon link can be found at spuntoday.com forward slash support. You can also set up similar reoccurring payments via my Ko-fi page. And if you want to send a one-time happiness bomb donation, if you will, you can do so via my PayPal link. Again, all of which can be found at spuntoday.com forward slash support. If you're a fellow creative, a cool way that you can help support the Spun Today podcast and actually be part of the podcast is by filling out my five-question questionnaire located at spuntoday.com forward slash questionnaire. Here you'll find five open questions related to your craft, your art, what inspires you to create, what type of unrelated hobbies you're into, and what motivates you to get your work done. You can choose to remain anonymous or plug your website and your work. And once you submit your questionnaire, I read your responses on a future episode of the Spun Today podcast. 
It's completely free at no cost to you. And what I like to say about it is that if your responses could potentially spark inspiration in someone else, why not share that? Spuntoday.com forward slash questionnaire. And as always, folks, substitute the mysticism with hard work and start taking steps in the general direction of your dreams. Thanks for listening. I love you, Aiden. I love you, Daddy.